0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Baseball Together podcast, where we're going to talk about Albert Pujols continuing to hit home runs, give a World Baseball Classic roster update, and take you team shopping. Nine Plus Us presents the
1: Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together.
0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Baseball Together podcast. My name is Brad. I am one of your hosts, and I am here with our guy, as you would expect. Brig, welcome, Brig. How are you this fine evening?
1: Well, given the fact that my performance on tonight's podcast is sponsored—not paid, but powered by—how about that? Powered by, by the new Coke Zero Dreamland. Uh, it's very interesting, and I don't hate it. And look at this! Look it. at this petite little this petite little can I found. Is that an
0: eight-ounce can? Yeah. 7.5 and it is dainty. It is dainty. Yeah, you have you have to drink <laughs> that with your pinky out at the very least, Brig.
1: <laughs> I do, Mr. Bradman.
0: <laughs> you should. Mm. Very good. Thank well, you. <laughs> as we say, Brig, we have a lot to get into today because there's a lot going on as the season is winding to an end. Mm. Um, first things first, Albert Pujols continues to hit home runs. Um, he, he passed a run last week. We talked about that, but he has hit 698 home runs now. Yep. Um, any day he will be hitting home run number 700. I anticipate because I, I think once you get in a groove like this, it doesn't matter what the pitching is doing, like what's going on with the pitchers, whether they were grooving, grooving pitches down the middle to him or actually pitching him. I don't know. And I don't really care to be completely honest with you. He's in a groove. He's going to continue to hit home runs. Brig, how many home runs do you think he finishes with? Is the question I have for you.
1: 713. 713 with 2 weeks what, left 20, in the season. 20 games.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's got to be what is it around 20? It's almost it's almost exactly 20 games left, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it is like exactly 20 games. I'm going to say 702.
1: 702? That's he's only it. He's gonna hit
0: a couple more. Yeah, he's he's tired. He's an old man. He's not gonna play every day, even You're with the tired. DH. Tired. I am tired. You're right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know that he'll actually make it to 713, but it's gonna be more than 702. That's only four more in 20 days, 20 games.
0: I know, and out of 20 games, I bet you he plays 12.
1: Okay. Well, that puts him at a seven ten if
0: he hits one a day.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know that he will. That's pretty pretty far fetched. <laughs>
0: no, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. It's it's interesting. It's fun to watch. Though he is going to hit seven hundred, I'm sure of it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he'll reach that elite elite level yeah. of the seven hundred club, and it'll be fantastic, and could be one of the last. Very last members we see for a very, very, very long time.
1: That's a fact.
0: Let's talk about Tony larusso for a couple minutes. Okay. Um, so first things first, <laughs> we know that he was having some issues, some health issues earlier this year, right? Like yeah, we sure. saw him falling asleep in the dugout, and it turns out that I don't know that that was necessarily him just being a tired old man. I think there was something else going on there, and turns out he had to have a pacemaker installed into right. his chest cavity. And uh, there's no return date yet for him to, to come back and manage the, the club. And uh, I don't know if he's going to. Do you think, like, do you think, Brig, if if the White Sox somehow make the playoffs, make the wild card, or win the Central or whatever, that his doctor's like, yeah, go ahead and manage playoff baseball? Or is it going to be a Lou Brown situation? <laughs> yeah, he's
1: not going <laughs> to. Lou Brown is
0: exactly right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, No. I don't think he's coming back. I don't. I almost don't. Doesn't matter why or what the scenario is. I. I think he'll need the time to settle into the new normal.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think he could honestly be done for good. Yeah, uh, his doctor could be like, "No, it's time for you to like officially hang it up and be done because baseball, managing baseball, is way too stressful on you and your heart." Well, hey, is what that? what's that?
1: What's the manager? Was it Dave Roberts or was it the? Who's the manager a couple years ago that needed to calm down because of his heart? I think it
0: was Roberts. I think it was Roberts. It was, wasn't it? Terry Francona has health issues too, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he does. Well, you spend that long in Boston. How could you not?
0: Yeah, for real, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Sorry, Mike. (laughs) I wonder if Tony La Russa is going to finally put that law law degree to use, though. (laughs)
1: yeah brad hit me tonight he said he said did you know tony LaRussa has a jurist doctorate from florida state i said what (laughs) turns out it's true
0: and he was what is he passed the bar in what'd you say 1980 1980 yeah he he graduated in 78 and was included in the florida bar in 1980 that is fascinating information
1: literally amazing put that in your prayer and ponder it baseball family i don't know
0: i love it so much it's so funny it's just it's so random it's so amazing good. yeah it it's absolutely amazing oh man all right love speaking it. of amazing let's talk about diamondbacks pitcher zach gallon i love this so much <laughs> as a local as the diamondbacks be my local team and i i wore this hat this is a complete coincidence to be honest with you i just happened to have my pirate shirt on already i was like what's a black hat I could wear. I wear my Diamondbacks hat. It's nice. It goes well together. Anyway, he broke the team's scoreless innings pitched record of forty-two point forty-two and a third inning, and uh, his streak ended two innings later at forty-four and a third. But Brig, is this a big deal for this Diamondbacks team to have Zach Gallen set this record? No. No, it's not. No. Why not?
1: Because somebody else will come along and do it, and he's not a franchise guy who's going to stay there a long time. Okay. He's represented by Scott Boris, right. and that means he's, he's leaving Arizona at the earliest opportunity. Because of that, this is going to be a big deal for about as long as it takes me to finish speaking, and then we will be moving on to bigger and better things, and that's exactly
0: how Scott and Zach are looking at his career. Like this True, is a great can-
1: opportunity for him to make more money.
0: Yeah, they could point to this and really cash in, huh?
1: Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. And I right. wish it was a bigger deal for Arizona. And the fans deserve a big deal like this. But if he's gonna stay there long term, awesome. Then then this is a big deal. But if he's not gonna have a statue out front of Chase, then
0: no. So here's I have this for you. He's gonna he's not a free agent until 2026. He's got three more seasons. Okay. Um, He's He's arbitration eligible this off season, right? And so this this is my thing: is that the Diamondbacks, a team with a star in Cattell Marte, but unfortunately the guy cannot stay healthy. Nope, absolutely has not been able to stay healthy in Arizona. But now you have somebody you can market as your anchor for your pitching staff. Yep. So there's that. That's a big deal. Because I remember, like, you and I went to a game, was it earlier this year, and I was standing, we were standing in the, con- the concourse. I text you, was like, I'm standing by the Zach Gallon poster, whoever that guy is. Now, <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. who that guy is, right? Yeah, you do. You, <laughs> you absolutely
1: know? do. Right. Yeah,
0: for sure. And so it yeah. helps to have some accomplishment and some name recognition for guys that the team, A, can market, but also can build around. They can say, look, we have this pitcher who is homegrown. We have other players who are homegrown who we can bring up as well. And we're just maybe a couple years away from getting around and maybe not competing with the Dodgers because nobody does that. Yeah. But we could compete with the Padres.
1: For sure. Possible. Possible.
0: You know, I I feel like it's that little glimmer of hope that a front office needs to help sell season tickets and get fans to buy in on what they're doing.
1: Yeah. You're going to need more than one decent starting pitcher, though.
0: Right. Yes, the Diamondbacks need a lot of work, but I will say they've come a long way from last year.
1: Oh like, yeah, they've
0: they've come up as much as the Giants went down from last so, year.
1: So, hundred percent accurate.
0: So there was there was much true. more of a buzz going to games this year than when there was last year. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that for sure. Yeah, and I think Zach Gallon could be a part of continuing to grow that buzz. So
1: yeah, it's that's well said. I like that.
0: Well, excellent. Thank you. Okay. Yeah,
1: that. you're welcome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking of pitching, let's talk about pitches just for a little bit longer. Yes. Your guy, Brig, Jacob deGrom. Oh, I love him. Uh, affectionately known as Jake. Um, he has had 40 straight starts with three or fewer earned runs. The last yep. time deGrom allowed at least four earned runs in a game was back on September 3rd, 2019.
1: Just think about that for a minute. The a last time, time he started on the mound and gave up more than four earned runs, four earned runs, was in 2019.
0: Solid three years ago. I mean, it's granted, amazing. there was a shortened season in there, but
1: plus some injury, injury time yeah. for sure. Some injury.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's only 40 starts over that time. Yeah. Whereas he should have, I believe, is what is it, 26 starts a year? Yeah, that's closer
1: to 60 60 70 that he should have had or something. But Yeah.
0: Yeah, especially missing almost the entire for like the entire first half of this year. But yeah. regardless, no matter how long it is, 40 starts is a long time to go with that. Wildly impressive. That is an all-time record for Major League, Set that. And Jim Scott previously held the record for more than 100 years. Yeah, And he did that on June 1st, 1913 to June Fourth, 1914
1: yep it took uh, so it took scott a year jim scott it took a year but you know that arguably he didn't have a ton of injuries and time off and shortened season and all that other stuff
0: well and they and back then they didn't have a limit on the number of starts like you could start two right. days later like how you feeling today feeling good coach okay yeah go out there and toss a few for me you know,
1: <laughs> exactly stuff like that. guys exactly.
0: like who was the guy who got struck by lightning and finish the game like,
1: yeah yeah the kind of cleveland ground. pitcher like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i forget his name it's yeah, wild
0: but stuff like that going that's why he had 40 starts in a year was all
1: <laughs> yeah it, that's exactly right but what's cool about this is that de so the earned run stat was established in 1913 so because of jim scott like that's not like how it all came about right so yeah. then de has only given up Excuse me, we've already talked about what he's given up. His earned run average is 1.98, and he's struck out 888 players in 103 starts since 2017.
0: That ERA number is what's the craziest to me. Yeah, it's sub two,
1: sub two over this huge span of time since 2017. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, that's bananas. I'm curious what year it was that he cut his hair, because I swear to right. you, he got better once he cut his hair.
1: Hundred percent better. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I, but I'm more curious about whether he'll stay in New York. He he says he remains adamant that he will not, but Cohen says he'll do whatever he can to keep him. And I don't know what is going to happen,
0: because Cohen's basically got a bottomless checkbook.
1: Yeah, and he's shown that he's willing to use it. So,
0: yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, he, so he's I'm pretty. Got,
1: nervous about that
0: he's got one more year he's not a free agent till 2024 he's got one more year at the mets but and that's that's really interesting too because what happens next year if it comes down to the trade deadline and he's like no i'm not re-signing with you i do not want to be a met after this year like okay then we have to trade you because we're not about to lose you in free agency yeah then that would be a whole nother soto situation
1: it will be. And can I just throw this out there? I'm not even going to predict it. I'm not saying this is going to happen. But can you imagine a world where Nestor Cortez, Garrett Cole, and Jacob DeGrom are on the same starting rotation?
0: In a world.
1: <laughs> In a world where Briggs <laughs> dreams come true. <laughs>
0: well, so here's the thing. you, you bring Excuse up me Nestor while Cortez. I take a bougie
1: sip of Mike. My- <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Oh, and with that, yes. But <laughs> this is this is my thing, though. like Nestor Cortez has been lights out and like, borderline yeah. Cy Young candidate, right? If there wasn't totally. other things going on in the league. Um, I don't know what Nestor Cortez is going to be next year. That's my thing. It's, right. <laughs> this could be a one-year phenomenon with him. Okay. And then he could just fall off the face of the earth because he basically came out of nowhere because he wasn't really very good before this year. Yeah. He I was agree. terrible with Seattle in two two years ago in 2020. Yep. yep. Like, absolutely terrible. So he could go back to that. I don't know.
1: He could. You shut you shut your mouth. You stop it right now, Brad. I know it's possible, but I don't want to hear that right now. <laughs> Let's move on.
0: Let's move on. <laughs> Let's talk about the world baseball classic. We love the world baseball classic around here. In our house, yep. it's the WBC. Um so we have a couple of roster updates for you. Uh, a couple of guys you would expect to be playing for Puerto Rico. You got Javi Baez and Carlos Correa uh, yeah. will be playing for Puerto Rico again. So that means that you're going to have more no look tags in the World Baseball Classic. One of the greatest oh. baseball highlights we have ever gotten. And legitimately, Brig, some of the greatest plays I've ever seen in my life happen in the last World Baseball Classic.
1: Yeah. And all absolutely. because of
0: Javi Baez, or a lot of them. Well, well, there was Javi Baez. Jose Batista was playing left field. Oh, that's right. For Puerto yeah. Rico. And that was a absolute that's strike right. that he threw against Colombia. And man, yeah. I was like jumping up and down. I was like, what is this? That was when I was <laughs> absolutely all in on the World Baseball Classic, was that very moment.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that's then, like, awesome. It was
0: like five minutes later. Baez does that down to second base. I was like, this is where like, he just and one baseball mixtape tour.
1: That's right. He like grabbed it, <laughs> held it down, and was pointing at the catcher without even, he didn't even look at the runner.
0: Yeah. Pointing to the catcher. Oh, it was That's amazing. Easy. I think it was Yadi Molina who threw it, too.
1: I wouldn't be surprised.
0: But anyway, yeah. So more of that in this year's World Baseball Classic to look out for. Carlos Correa. I think that dude just lets it fly, too. Yeah. Because I think he holds back in Major League Baseball because he has to. But when he gets with, uh, with his fellow countrymen and they like the Puerto Rican team is exciting to watch they, they are. are a ton of fun yeah agreed so they are must watch tv well they have and more this,
1: fun than everybody else like let's be do. honest that's part of it they they bring an infectious amount of enthusiasm to the game that they like you say they have to kind of keep in check a little bit with major league baseball and these unwritten you know rules but yeah. it's so fun and it comes out in the WBC
0: it does. It does. It's it's such a soccer atmosphere yes. all around because everybody's willing to cheer and pimp their home runs, everything. There's flags flying everywhere. The fans are crazy. It's a completely different – it's literally a completely different ballgame yeah. than watching Whoa. Major League Baseball because Very nice. sometimes Major League Baseball is a little too buttoned up for me these days. But Agreed. This one – so I saw this one. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, Mariner's catching prospect, Harry Ford, will be playing for Great Britain.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he's playing for, I believe he's playing for the, uh, he's not with the Arkansas travelers. I want to say he's with the Everett Aqua Sox still. Um, okay. But yeah, I thought that was really just absolutely fascinating because yeah, he's from awesome. Georgia.
1: So is this one of those things where it's like, well, my ancestors are from so-and-so, so I can play there. Cause that's what happens in the Olympics sometimes. Right. Yeah, my, fam- I, my family
0: is. I don't know, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm not sure. Sorry, he's in, he's with Single A or Loe, he's with the Modesto Nuts, oh, um, wow. which is one of my favorite names because that's just so funny. But, <laughs> but yeah, I have no idea because I can't find anywhere why he would be playing for Great Britain. And Interesting, yeah, it might just be like my third great aunt, twice removed, uh, yeah. came over <laughs> on a ship in 1892. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. So we'll we'll have to keep an eye
1: out for that information because I want to know the full story.
0: Yes, I've been I've legitimately been searching since I found this outbreak.
1: Well, and I I want to know the rule
0: that allows him to do it too. Yeah, because I think with the Olympics, there's some kind of citizenship rule that has that's
1: something. But I know that some athletes from some countries will they'll move. This happens a lot with U.S. based athletes, but their families are from other places or they're, you know, and there has to be a degree. It, you can't it can't be seven degrees to Kevin Bacon. There has to be some right. rule. I forget the stipulation, um, but they have a better chance of making it to the Olympics on a different team, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they choose to yeah. represent the other team, which is fine. It doesn't bother me at all. It It bothers a lot of people, but it doesn't bother me.
0: I think, so now that I think about it, I think it cannot be more than two generations removed because there was a kid who, um, played baseball where we went to college. I was talking to him after he graduated and his grandmother was, I want to say Indonesian Mm. and the Indonesian baseball team, national team reached out to him to come pitch. Oh, wow. And he was like, Hmm, I'm good. (laughs) But the fact that, you know, he fit the, the lineage yeah, or yeah, exactly. Looking for, and it worked for him. Huh. So yeah, it's interesting. Maybe we'll have to look that up for the World Baseball Classic before the next episode. Because I'm let's sure we'll do have it. more updates coming down the pipe. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, let's talk about Aaron Judge.
1: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> what is he, the Chief <laughs> Justice of the Supreme Sport?
1: Every no, day, baby. Have... <laughs> yeah, I call him the Chief Justice of the Supreme Sport, and my daughter always says, "Dad, did did the Chief Chief Justice?" Did the just what's his name? The chief, the chief what? Did he hit a home run today?
0: (laughs) It's adorable. That's like, and the answer to that should just be probably. Because at this point, he most likely did. It's like, I used to, I used to check it on this Mariners website every day. Because Mm -hmm. it was before like, um, before I had a smartphone and all this stuff (laughs) to check scores. And it was, did the Mariners win today.com. <laughs> and for a long time, it would, it would know, yes, they'd update it every day, but eventually it just yeah. got to the point where they just put probably not and they just left it and, and then it eventually fell down.
1: Oh no, <laughs> oh, that is man. a true story.
0: That was a real, That's... actual website and it was amazing.
1: That's terrible. So,
0: Aaron Judge has 59 total home runs on the season through 142 yeah. games, Maris right. through 56 or had 56 through 142. Babe Ruth had 53 through 142, and he ended with 60. Maris ended with 61. And then Alex Rodriguez had 52 through 142 games. He ended with 54. So he is well ahead of the pace, has a oh, long yeah. time to go before he catches Maris. Because, so this is this is the thing too, is that Babe Ruth at the time had 154 games, I believe, to, to reach his mark of 60. Maris yeah. was one of the first seasons that they had 162 games and might have been hit 61 right
1: in 1961 yeah did you know there was never officially an asterisk for oh because of the additional games yeah yeah there was so much upheaval and people were so angry about the 61 coming in a full 162 season instead of 154 people were Mm. irate that they officially they allowed Maris to have officially broken the record. Um but I don't know. They, there was never an asterisk. It's not in the books.
0: No, it's not because it's it's official because they were official games played. If there Every had time. not been official games played then it wouldn't have counted. But anyway. Right. Um so Aaron Judge is gonna hit more than sixty one. And I don't even remember what we said. I think I think I might have said sixty four total. I think he's yeah. that
1: Yeah, I think he will. I think I said 60, what did I say, 65 or 66 or something? I think so. Something. I don't remember what I predicted, but all I know is it's very exciting. And given that he leads the league in everything except for batting average, it's pretty intense.
0: It is. And he's like right there with batting average.
1: He's. Let's move on to that. So, okay, okay let's. Yeah. This gets into the triple crown conversation with Aaron Judge. If, if you're not paying attention, you should be. We talked about Goldschmidt and his triple crown push and the chances of him succeeding. But let's move to Aaron Judge now. So Aaron Judge leads the league in home runs with 59. Second place is Jordan Alvarez, who has 37 home runs. Alvarez is not going to catch Judge. So I feel like, no, no, the home run record, totally solid. Uh, Same with RBIs. Aaron Judge leads the lead with 127 right now. Jose Ramirez is in second place with 113. That's RBIs. Batting average is where it gets dicey. So currently Aaron Judge has a 316 batting average. That puts him tied for third place with Xander Bogarts at 316. Both of them are behind Luis Arias of Minnesota at 317. So I looked it up, and then I found that my good friend, now he's my good friend, Andrew Simon of MLB.com, did a whole breakdown for us to assess what are the chances that Aaron Judge will earn the Triple Crown and beat out the competition for um, batting average. And there's, I'm not going to give you all of them because he does a really thorough job at MLB.com You got to go check it out. It's a great article. But there are a couple of scenarios he breaks down. I think there are four. I'm going to give you the details here. If Aaron Judge goes 30 for his next 70-ish at-bats, right, about 70 at-bats, because this was written a couple of days ago. But if Aaron Judge went 30 for 70 to finish at 324, okay, that's awesome. He finishes at 324. He could do that, but then the rest of the competition would have to do this. Okay. Arias would have to have 77 at bats and no more than 26 hits. That would put his average at 338. So Aaron Judge would have to do better than that. Bogarts would have to go 26 out of 71 at bats with a 366 average over that period of time. And that would shift Aaron Judge. Over the top, let me go down all the way to the bottom where he gives his final uh scenario of judge finishing with only a 300 through the remainder of his 770 70 at bats, 70 or about 70 at bats, right? So that puts mm-hmm. him finishing at about 309 overall. Let's say he does really poorly, okay? If Aaron Judge does poorly and goes 21 for 70. And he does 300 the rest of the season. Arias would have to be 18 for 77 and hit 234 through the remainder of the season. Bogarts would have to hit 239 through the remainder of the season for that to be for that to be the case. Hmm. So bottom line, and I'm just going to quote this right, from Andrew Simon quoting says, "A judge batting title, and by extension a triple crown, is clearly within the realm of possibility, but just as clearly it's going to be super difficult. So he says it will likely require an excellent finish. And even then, all of his challengers basically have to fall short, right? They have to kind of stop doing so well.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting, especially since they're only separated by one point. Right. That's like the big thing that's that's crazy is that uh, all that has to happen for just one point. <laughs> that's crazy. Exactly. But here's the thing, too, is that Arise plays for the Twins. The Twins are essentially yeah. have essentially been eliminated. Uh, they had a really, really rough weekend. Um, yeah. Uh, they haven't been mathematically eliminated yet, but the, the Guardians pretty much just dropped them down, and it's, un, it's, it's insurmountable for them unless there's a miracle. Um, so I don't know how hard, I don't want to question a guy's desire to play hard, but how many ground balls is Ryan's going to be trying to beat out over the next couple weeks um, yeah you know what's his pro- what's point. his plate approach going to be and granted for a guy who is this is the first time he was an all-star he did finish top 10 in the rookie of the year but he's having a career year this year and i believe he's going he's going into arbitration
1: he is yeah
0: so that is motivation enough i feel like for him to be like yeah i want to win the batting title so it can yeah. be really tough for judge to get that
1: well, and Bogarts is in a big time quagmire with his c- contract, and where he remains with the Red Sox, isn't he? Yeah, let me look at his contract details. I know there's some issues there. I just don't know off the top of my head, but so looks he, like
0: because there, there was a lot of talk about him being trade bait this year. He's yeah, he's heading into um, so he's signed through 2026, right? But it's With
1: Scott okay. Boris.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. So he, uh yeah, he's I locked don't. in. It's, he is locked in. But okay. I think that if the Red Sox decide that this is not going to be the team that's going to take them back to the world series, then they're going to start shedding some payroll and his might be it because he could fetch a massive haul as far as prospects go.
1: And you could move Trevor story back to shortstop.
0: And you could move Trevor story back to shortstop. Yeah. Cause you're paying him a whole bunch of money.
1: You sure are. So I think he's doing well at second base, but you right you could move. Him but shortstop. guys
0: are more comfortable at their positions. And story said when he left Colorado that he wanted to play shortstop. Exactly. So I think there was something may have been a conversation had there. But anyway, because the other guy is Raphael Devers. And I mean, I, yeah. I know we're getting into some agency stuff with the with the Red Sox here, but he's got one more year on his deal. So he's going to he could get moved next year, I would think. But,
1: yeah, yeah, anything. for sure.
0: But let's talk. Let's go back to Goldschmidt real quick with the triple yeah. cr- triple crown because I honestly like looking at it right now. I don't think he's going to get it. He it's going to be super tough. Nine points behind Freddie Freeman for the batting average. Freeman's at three thirty one. Uh, Goldschmidt is three twenty two. Um, Kyle Schwarber continues to hit home runs. He has thirty nine. Goldschmidt is tied for third with thirty five, side with Pete Alonzo. And then Austin Riley has 36. And then with RBIs, Pete Alonso has 115 and Goldschmidt has
1: 112. Ooh. Yeah, that just. And the
0: Mets have got to continue to win. They have to.
1: Yeah. And so do the Phillies. Have to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Phillies absolutely have to. Yeah,
1: Phillies are in, they're in big trouble right now after giving up that Brave series. Oh, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think Goldschmidt is going to get it. Uh, he's, no, I don't he's think so either. Got too much ground to make up between now and the end of the season, especially with batting average. Like it's listening Freeman. To what? Yes. Listening to what Judge has to do for to overcome one point. Um, Freddie Freeman just continues to hit. That's all that dude does. Is he just hits? Yep. So yep, I, for sure. I think Paul Goldschmidt's triple crown uh, hopes are over. He's got to be looking forward to the playoffs now, though, because the Cardinals are going to be in.
1: They're going to the playoffs. So there's that. Yep. Yep. Now, no doubt. Show. Sure.
0: Alright, let's take a quick break And when we get back We will give you our Fantasy Baseball League update It's playoffs, folks And we're going to go team shopping as well
1: No matter which ballpark you're at You want to rep your team Now you can with Nine Plus Us Welcome to the Big City Series With every design available in your team's colors You can fit in with the home crowd Or stand out on the road Either way, we have the colors you crave Shop the Big City Series and find designs that rep your favorite baseball podcast, cheer from the cheap seats, and much more. Shop the Big City Series only at 9plusus.com. If you're anything like me, you wish you could read more, but life has you up and moving at breakneck speeds, driving back and forth to work, dropping off and picking up kids from school, cleaning the house, and much, much more. When do I have time to sit and read an actual book? That's why I use Audible. I can turn my car into a rolling university with Tom Verducci. I can investigate the 1919 Black Sox scandal while vacuuming my stairs. So if you want to learn from Joe Torre, Jackie Robinson, and Jeff Passon, you can with Audible. Click the link in the description to get your first month free and support the Baseball Together
0: podcast. The Nonther Sports Podcast is the home of sports talk for everyone. Every other week, you can catch David and Jason as they talk about all things sports. From current events to classic moments and everything in between, you can find the non Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and more. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review.
1: Welcome back, baseball family. We are here and we're excited. Brad is going to give us a fantasy update really quick, and then I'm going to take us into the playoffs. We've got some updates for you that are really interesting, um, and we're going to help you shop out a team. But first, Brad, tell us about play uh, our yeah playoff baseball in the
0: fantasy league. Yeah, so the like you said, the fantasy baseball league has reached the playoffs. Um, Brig and I, for those of you who are keeping track at home, did not make it. Um, because well we just didn't cut the mustard if if you will uh, but brig however over the last two weeks smoked me like big time he won 887 to 578 so i've been eliminated <laughs> from the eliminated bracket yeah you're <laughs> from done <the> consolation <laughs> bracket
1: <laughs>
0: but our matchups were we did have Big League Chupacabras, that's Jewel against John. Uh, he was the Harrisburg Charlies. Jewel won that one 792 to 682. Jewel continues his reign of terror over the Fantasy Baseball League. Uh, his top score, he had, uh, he actually had Jose Bree with 126. And then he had Joey Menzies, Menezes, not Menzies, Menezes mm-hmm. with 95 points. Um, John's high score was Vlad Guerrero Jr. the third with 148 points. Then he had Reese Hoskins with 94. Um, but the difference was Brig. Yeah. John had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven empty spots on his roster. Oh wow. <laughs> that is how you lose by 110 points in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he went to make some changes and then he just forgot to do them before the, the week started. Probably. <laughs> that stinks. It happens. All right. In our other matchup, we had Denise, Grace Under Fire, and Jason Nunn, another fantasy team. Uh, Denise won this one 826 to 690. Denise's top score was Frederick Freeman with 166 points. Jason had Bo Bichette with 136. Jason had, um, he had one empty spot. But he also had Starling Marte, who was on the 10-day IL and got him zero points.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So there's mm. that. Uh, so the, the final now going on at, at this very moment, we have Denise and Jewel are battling it out for the champion um and denise currently is leading 44 to 29 but it's day one of two weeks so anything can happen during that time i believe they both have their rosters filled out denise i think said that she's going to make some changes today but she didn't get to because she had some stuff going before the first game started so she is started early today yes they did yeah it's what the (laughs) twins and the guardians got going real early today um so yeah anyway We're going to follow that and see how it goes, and uh, we will crown a champion here in two whole weeks.
1: Two whole weeks, Brad. All right, cool. Thanks for jumping into that. Baseball family, we have a lot of playoff information for you. First and foremost, let's go over the playoff format because starting October 7th. These are the real playoffs. Yes, thank you. Starting October 7th, the playoffs are on. The games end October 5th, a couple of days off, or one, one whole day off. And then we jump into the playoffs and those will be played by wild card teams. Whereas there's previous been one wild card team. Now there will be two in each league and they will play like a crazy cakes or three. I mean, sorry. Thank three you. There'll be three. Yeah. They're going to play like crazy cakes and the number one seed gets a buy. And that's how this goes. So this is the number two seed. So here we go. 12 teams, Instead of last year's 10. Here's the here's the breakdown. The number one seed will get a buy uh, in the league division series. That will be the best record in the league. Okay? The number two seed will get a buy to the LDS. That will be the second best record among division winners. Not just in the league, but the division winners. Number three. The number three seed. Third best record among division winners. Number four seed. Best record among wildcard teams is the fourth seed. The fifth seed, second best record among wildcard teams, and the number six seed is the third best record among wild wildcard teams. There will be no reseeding as things develop throughout the playoffs, so that's how well, all right,
0: six. Let's talk about reseeding for a minute what, what yeah. that does and doesn't mean. So, those of you keeping track, the NFL for those of you who follow NFL playoffs, they reseed. So, like you have the one, and so this format is similar to what the NFL does, the top two teams getting a bye. Um, and so after Wild Card Weekend, it doesn't matter who it is in the NFL. So, like, say like the five and six seeds win, the five seed would play the two seed, the six seed would play the one seed. Or if three and five win, then or yeah, if if three and five were to win, then three would play two seed, five would play the one. No, this is a straight bracket. Yeah, uh, this is, it is a straight shot. You know, like the winners. Of the wild card rounds will know who they're playing the minute they win the game. Yeah. Because they're going on to play the first and second seed who had the buy.
1: Yep. That's exactly right. So uh, that's how each league will get their six teams for a full 12 team format. Okay. The wild card games will be a best of three series uh, as needed. Obviously, they will be played at the team's home field who had the best record among the wild card teams, the LDS, best of five, LCS, best of seven, World Series, best of seven, which
0: you should. So, have. yeah, those wild card series, it's a big deal for some of those teams to get home field because the three and four seed. So basically what it comes down to is Cleveland is going to have home field because yeah, the way that it stands, the way that it's looking like it's going to go right now is they're going to win the AL Central. They will have home field over the number six seed. And then the four, five, whoever that is, Whoever's the number four seed, there is going to have home field. Now, Brig, think about this for a minute.
1: The Let me Blue think about Jays it. Right?
0: Have the best home field advantage in the playoffs, absolutely unequivocal. There are teams that will come in to Toronto shorthanded because of vaccination laws in Canada. So, honestly, the way I'm looking at it is, I don't think the Mariners are going to catch the Blue Jays. I want them in that sixth seat for sure. Way rather go to Cleveland than Toronto.
1: Bro, I'm telling you, this is this is like unprecedented levels of home field advantage. It's never... I don't think we've... In baseball, I don't think we've ever seen anything like it. But I don't think in sports, this has probably ever happened. So, right. it's a huge deal. And if they continue to go through the playoffs, if they advance, then it's an even, even bigger deal because they're going to play multiple teams in Canada with the same problem. So,
0: yeah. Could Talk you about, imagine um, if they made it to the World Series and then that was like the difference maker? And I, I know guys like Andrew Benintendi said, you know, I'm not gonna, be, I'm not gonna get vaccinated unless, or I think it was Whit Merrifield said that he's not gonna get vaccinated was, yeah. unless he gets traded to a contender. But I think there are still some guys who won't do it. That's Robbie so Ray well. played for the Blue Jays last year and did not get vaccinated. Granted, they were playing in Buffalo, but still, yeah. on the off chance that whatever, you know, he still didn't. And so he didn't go to Toronto this year.
1: I agree. I don't know, but it's very, very interesting. So a couple things that we want to do, we do this every year. We want to give you an opportunity to select a new team. If you have, if your team or your franchise has been eliminated one way or the other. So we're going to go over which teams have been eliminated officially, which teams are unofficially eliminated baseball together stat style. And then we have some teams that have clinched, and then we'll go into contenders uh, on both the American and National League side and give you some ideas of who you might want to root for. Okay. Playoff team shopping, officially eliminated teams. Pirates, Reds, Cubs, Nationals, Marlins, A's, Rangers, Angels, Tigers, Royals. That's those be keeping
0: track at home. The Angels were eliminated today. Today. That is new.
1: Yep, it is. These are teams we think are basically out, but it has not been made official. That includes the Red Sox, the White Sox, the Twins, Giants, D-backs, and obviously the Colorado Rockies. (laughs) I shouldn't say obviously with so much fervor, I guess. But anyway, the only two teams to have clinched a playoff berth so far are the Dodgers and the Astros. Everybody else is considered a contender. The American League contenders are... The Yankees, the Blue Jays, the Rays, Cleveland's baseball team, and the Mariners. The the NL contenders. We can
0: call the the Orioles a contender. They're in the hunt.
1: They're in the hunt. Yes. They're the underdog slash comeback story that we're all kind of watching closely. Um, But the NL contenders are the Padres, Cardinals, Mets, Braves, Phillies, and Brewers. Some of those teams will be officially clinched uh, very soon. But as of this moment, they're not. So we have to put them in the contenders category. Okay, Brad. Why don't you start off? If you're a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, how do you go about rooting for which of these teams do you root for? And how do you go about making that decision moving forward
0: into the playoffs? As a Pirates fan, I would probably root, honestly, for the Mariners because you feel like you're a lot you're you've been in the same boat for a long time a lot of mariners fans called the team the the minor league or the minor league team of major league baseball just because for so long it was like you didn't get attached to somebody because you knew they were going to get traded especially under the last gm he would bring up a prospect somebody who was supposed to be really good they're like yeah i'm excited about this guy oh he got traded yeah right and that's what the pirates do so the Pirates, in the current situation where they're at, where they have a couple of stars, they got O'Neill Cruz, who's one of the biggest names in baseball right now because that dude is unreal. Yeah. You look at the Mariners and you say, they had a couple guys for a couple years years that they built around, and yeah. look at them now. They are right on the precipice of the playoffs, breaking the longest playoff drought in North American major sports history. Bro. If the Mariners can do it after, what, six years of having the current GM? The Pirates can yeah. do it in five or six, too. That's why yeah, I'd be rooting re- re- for the Mariners as a Pirates fan.
1: It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like that. <sighs> All right. Let's see. If I'm a Cubs fan. Okay. And I don't want to root for the Cardinals. Which makes sense.
0: Right. You wouldn't want And
1: to. I can't bring myself to root for the Mets. But I want to. I just won't let myself, you see, because there's probably some like weird affiliation thing that nobody wants to talk about, but is actually there. Okay, we all know it's there, just don't talk about it. Anyway, I think that you have to stay in the National League if you're going to root for them, and I want them rooting for the Phillies. Is my personal opinion. If you're a Cubs fan, you should be rooting for the Phillies. This they're they're doing the comeback thing. Um, they've had over a decade of playoff drought. It's time for them to have their day. It's not gonna happen though, and you're used to that as a Cubs fan. So it will be it will feel like home rooting for the Phillies. It's comfort. It's a comfort choice.
0: I think you're right. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm gonna jump over to the American League. I want to go with the A's. Okay. And if you're an A's fan, you should be cheering. I think we did this last year too for this very same reason, but I can't remember. But if you're an A's fan, you cheer for the Rays. The Rays? The, the Rays are the A's East. They're yeah. dealing with all the same problems. They have a stadium that they're trying to get out of, trying to upgrade their facility they plan. Their mm-hmm. management works on a razor-thin budget. It seems like the Rays do pay a little bit more than the A's do, but not a whole lot because yeah. they have one of the lowest payrolls. Um, and it's it's been based off of homegrown talent. That yeah. the A's just needed need to draft well and not have guys leave for the NFL, right? And, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> and have guys reach reach the major league level and they could contend rather than trading off. And I know they had kind of a fire sale this last year, and they got some pretty good prospects that hopefully will pan out for them. Uh, only kind of hoping, but right. um, just because they're AL West. But anyway, <laughs> no, it's there. These two teams are like mirror images of each other. It's just that one is is run better than the other, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's, that's true. That's the issue there. But no, if I'm an ace fan, I'm cheering for the race.
1: It's nice. It's really nice. So if I'm a Tigers fan, I'm confused. I probably stopped watching baseball after Miggy broke 2000. And I don't, I don't, I'm not paying attention anymore. So here you go. You could just kind of roll the dice if you're a Tigers fan. And I'm not being pejorative. This is just this is legit. So if you're a Tigers fan and something is going to bring you back into watching baseball this late after this this amount of time, then I think you have to watch the Orioles try and make this comeback. I think you share orange. Orange is cool, right? For mm-hmm. those of you that like orange, you're unique. You're all by yourself. Orange is cool. And then <laughs> I'm just kidding. But ultimately, if the Orioles don't make it, they're they're an exciting team to watch, and it's worth watching an exciting team play, especially with young talent. Um, and if they lose, you haven't lost anything, right? You're not out. You get to watch some really fun baseball for the next you know couple of weeks at least. And then if nothing else, you're good. You just go back to watching the NFL yeah, or whatever it, you you <laughs> whatever it is you do with your time.
0: Whatever it is you do with your time. yes okay all right i'm gonna i want to go with the red sox but i'm having a hard time deciding who those fans should cheer for
1: oh i know i already got that one you want me to take that one
0: yeah go ahead go ahead yeah
1: it's a hot take okay if you're a red sox fan you need to be cheering for the yankees
0: I knew you were going
1: to say it. And here's why. <laughs> because let's be honest, at the end of the season you want Aaron Judge so bad. You want to you want to pay him all the money and bring him over. So root for him, get to know him, see how good he is. You're not going to get him anyway. But even if you do, uh, or even the fact that you want him that bad in your lineup and the fact that the Red Sox organization are going to go after him. As hard as I think they're gonna go after him, you you need to you need to have a preview more than you've already received of what it's like to root for Aaron Judge just in case. Because it could be like a reverse Bambino Curse situation, could be really
0: ugly. That would be that would be fascinating. It would yeah. be really interesting to see that play out like that. Okay, I do have my next team though. I have I'm gonna go with the Rangers. Um and okay. if you're a Rangers fan, you're going to cheer for the Dodgers if for no other reason than you want Joey Gallo to finally get a ring, even if he is waving the towel at the end of the dugout. (laughs) No, Brad, no. I, Brig, I guarantee you there are still so many Joey Gallo jerseys at that stadium in Arlington. Oh, yeah. There are so many Joey Gallo fans who would love for for him to, to get a ring just because of how well he played when he was a ranger for sure right it's just like staple. The rangers didn't do anything for him they didn't build a team around him to go anywhere no. and we saw that we saw that this year the rangers got eliminated last week with the, yeah. even when they did pay guys right so yeah no i as a rangers fan i would be cheering for the dodgers just for joey Gallup. that is the only reason
1: hmm. i think if you're a twins fan you have to give you have to tip your cap to cleveland and i think you start watching cleveland I know that's kind of a hot take, but I think you have that
0: to. That is a hot take because I don't, I never cheer for division rivals ever.
1: Right. I know. That's especially why I'm saying year, you have
0: to. Especially in a year when you were supposed to beat them and now you just are trailing off into nothing this year.
1: Yeah. We're seven games back. The Twins are seven games behind right
0: now. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, if I'm a Twins fan, I would probably be cheering for the Mets.
1: That makes sense. Just
0: because they're, I mean, the term "metting the bed" didn't come from nowhere, right? Right. That they have this history, and then I, I feel like it's just like you want to see a team who doesn't do well do well, even if it's when it's like yeah. they that played well for the entire season, and then they came down to September, and then they just fell right off and missed the playoffs again. Yeah, because that's the Twins. The Twins, yeah, it is the Twins Central this year.
1: That's true. The Guardians, honestly, have no, no business. I think that if you're in the National League and you're already eliminated, you should be rooting for the Mets. Like, there's a really good reason for you to to root for the Mets all the way around. They've got one of the most exciting lineups. Even with Francisco Lindor not really coming to play this this season like we thought he would, he did better than last season, but it's not the same. I think the Mets are the most exciting team given the context and the storyline. If you add all of the emotional weight of it up, The Mets are the most exciting team to watch right now, but it's hard to, it's hard to say the Braves aren't excited, aren't one of the most exciting teams to watch right now for the same reason, except that they have recent success. That's the only difference.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's literally the only difference. The Braves are having like a mirrored season of last year. It's like the exact same thing. Yeah. But yeah, no, I would. I would cheer for the Mets over over the Braves if I was a National League fan. I think you're right. I think that's absolutely the way to go. Except I did think it was funny. After, so after I talked about the Pirates cheering for the Mariners, I was like, I went down the list and I was like, well, who'd you cheer for as the Red, as a Reds fan? It's like honestly, the logical team would be the Mariners for Reds fans to cheer for because they have three. Fan favorite players playing for the Mariners now in Jesse ah. Winker, Gino Suarez, and Luis Castillo. <laughs> Luis Castillo, yeah. <laughs> took their that's three best awesome. players from last year outside of Jonathan India and have them playing for the Mariners now and are a big part. I'd say all three of those guys are a big part of that that run. I mean, Jesse Winker has not been great for large parts of the season, but I think he's been a big clubhouse, had a big role in the clubhouse. To Castillo's BC been BC amazing. Going, right. Castillo's been outstanding. Gino Suarez has hit anytime they needed him a hit to hit a big home run, he has. Yeah, like that dude has come through multiple times, and he was he was the throw in contract too. It's like, all right, we got Jesse Winker, we got to bring over Suarez. Yeah. That's fine, you know. Yeah, it's okay, like, I, we got Suarez. Had to bring over Winker. That's fine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> do you have any other any other advice or hot takes you want to share on this team shopping thing, Brad?
0: if I'm an angels fan, I cheer for the Padres just to see if they can do something to knock off the Dodgers and bring something back to Southern California. If they can't do it, maybe the Padres can it's somebody other than the Dodgers, because obviously the angels fans hate Dodgers fans and, you know, because of the rivalry. Um, But nobody talks about um, the rivalry between the Padres and the Dodgers necessarily, because I mean, unless Mm. they're playing, Right,
1: right. Well, yeah, unless they're playing, yeah. yeah. When they're playing, it's yeah. all the rage. But
0: yeah, yeah. But it's the same thing with the Dodgers and the Angels. But you see it more with Dodgers and Angels fans because mm. they're both quote unquote L.A. teams. So yeah, that LA. really gets that really gets pushed hard, kind of like the Subway yeah. Series. But no, if yeah. I'm an Angels fan, I'm cheering for the Padres just so they can knock off the Dodgers for no other reason.
1: It's pretty good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Well. <clears throat> If I'm a if I'm a Rockies fan, I think I'm rooting for the Broncos at this point.
0: <laughs> the one and one Broncos, yeah.
1: Being honest.
0: <laughs> Most likely. You know? yeah. yeah. What about the Marlins? If you're a Marlins fan, I mean I know you said all national league team teams should cheer for the Mets, but is there if you're taking away division rivals, so you're taking out the Mets, you're taking out the Braves, yeah the Phil's as well. Yeah, I can't does that do the Phils, for Marlins. I fans? think
1: I think if you're a Marlins fan, um, wow, that's a really hard one. I, I, I want to say Tampa Bay, but I don't think that flies. I think you're going to have to go with Toronto.
0: That's I what think I think too. Toronto. If you're a
1: Marlins fan, you need to be rooting for Toronto because you're kind of, you, you know, young talent, lots of potential. It's happening in Toronto right now. It's it's going to be happening in Miami potentially in the next couple of seasons. Um, that's that's it though, and I it, they're that, probably all they're probably all pals is is the biggest reason.
0: They probably are, but that was that's exactly what I was thinking. The Marlins fans should cheer for the Blue Jays just because they're put together similarly and like yeah. granted, the Blue Jays had top prospects, right? And, oh, yeah. And they had the lineage, everything that, that the Marlins don't have. But the Marlins have Jazz Chisholm. They have Sandy Alcantara. God, they have right. an exciting team. They have Jorge Solar, who yep. I, I still think could do great things in Miami. They still have Donnie, Donnie Baseball. Yeah. He's terrific. Yep. Yeah. So I think the I think the Marlins fans should be looking at what the Blue Jays have done. and, and Yeah, I agree. Because they, they could go in there. They could wreck the NL East next year.
1: Yep. Yeah, they could. Next year it could be between
0: Baltimore and, and Toronto, honestly. It could that'd be. be a, yeah.
1: That'd be a world, wouldn't
0: it? <laughs> well, Cuz no judge this year the Yankees are what, a 500 team probably?
1: Barely. Maybe. They're barely a barely 500 500? team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So no judge next year the Yankees are in big trouble. Yeah. Big time. Well, baseball, big time, man. Let us know. Let us know what you think about team shopping. Did we get these right? Did we get them wrong? And if you are a fan of an eliminated team, who are you cheering for? Do you have a playoff team you're cheering for? Or are you just watching football now? Or are you just are you just yeah. done? And because you can't. Because I get that too. Honestly, right. I, I would understand if you're like, I'm done with baseball this year. Yeah. Had a frustrating season. Say you're uh what a Giants fan? You're like, yeah, I'm on to the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> i think that makes a lot of matter. sense actually <laughs> it does make a lot of sense yeah but let us know jump in the mailbag there's a link in the description of every single episode there's also a link on baseball where you can just go up in the navigation click the link and send us an email that way tell them about the shop break
1: the shop is called nine spell it out n-i-n-e-p-l-u-s-u-s.com nine plus brad is wearing his pirate baseball t-shirt I have my official Baseball Together t-shirt uh, for the podcast. This is in the Bronx collection. You can see the pinstripes if you're watching on YouTube. We do this with every one of the city's team's colors so that you can have access to repping the colors without repping the logos. For It's cheaper, and also if your kid is on a dang baseball team that you just don't want to support in Little League, it's okay. You can wear the colors without repping the logo. That's what we do it for you
0: that's right and don't forget to like subscribe rate and review the show let us know what you think about what we're doing you can comment on youtube you can uh, leave a review on apple podcasts or anywhere else that's available um but don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode because we do we do this every year but we also do a bunch of other fun things we actually recorded an interview the other day with a sports psychologist and it was fantastic that will be coming in a few weeks here Yeah, it was very exciting. Um, We had a lot of fun with it. So subscribe so you don't miss that when it's coming up. But baseball family, thank you so much for joining us again this week. And we will catch you next week.